people find themselves in the space of burnout because we've really just created this culture of like you need to be a hustler you need to be doing the best that you can you you'll be successful only if you um eat sleep drink whatever everything is just work um and that that's what is what's the right thing to do that is the the thing that we admire about other people that's what we all strive for um and and although a lot of those principles are really good for us to follow um it's something that always must be there in moderation when it's not it's really something that encourages us to be pushing ourselves beyond what our capacity is welcome back to another episode of inside your head i'm your host Kristal roots clinical psychologist and founder of psych central south africa Today I'm going to have another solo episode. Um, I really enjoyed my previous episode so much and I got a lot of positive feedback from people feeling like it's just something that they can relate to and that that really got them thinking a bit about themselves and reflecting. And so um, even for me, I found it quite interesting as it almost felt like I was journaling a bit and just sharing my thoughts and just reflecting on myself and my experiences. And so I'm hoping that today is going to be one of those experiences again um, and that someone would find this helpful. I decided to um, have a chat about burnout. One, because I'm hearing that, that, that a lot of people that I'm seeing are really this time of the year finding themselves in a space where they're feeling quite overwhelmed, just really in a dip and not having um, the capacity to continue anymore and just feeling like things are going too fast, um, in a way also too slow because the end of the year is there, but it's not really there yet. Um, and having to find like the, you need to dig quite deep to find more resources to just help to carry you through the, the rest of what's left of the year. Um, and so I thought that it might be good for us to, to discuss this. On the other hand, I'm also recently reflecting on this myself and experiencing a lot of um, having to readjust and to rethink things and to reevaluate how I'm doing things and how sustainable that is. And so this is both a, a topic of um, discussion because it's something that a lot of people are experiencing, but it's also something that I'm personally going through um, or I have gone through a few times in my life um, and I think to different various degrees and really is something um, to work on because it's something that really affects our mental health. It's something that would be um, long lasting in the impact that it would have on your functioning. Um, but so yeah, let's, let's start with just some of my thoughts about um, burnout. And I think one of the reasons I'm, I'm starting with that is like I'm as I'm thinking about burnout I'm also noticing so much more how other people are speaking and what they're saying and and just how we are conversing with each other and what I've noticed is that there's so many people who instead of saying the the average when you ask them how you're doing um, like the standard would be I'm good thanks and you I've really noticed even a way in or a change in the way that we speak. And I've noticed so many people going, I'm busy, thanks, instead of I'm good, thanks. And that's actually quite significant because it's just so indicative of how we have learned that we need to 
be busy all the time and that that's what's admirable. Um, I will often start my conversation with someone going, I'm so sorry that I'm only responding to you now. Things are just so hectic on my side. And then I'm thinking, is it that hectic on my side? Is it always hectic on my side? Is that really the reason that I haven't responded to someone or that I'm only responding now? Um, and sometimes things are hectic, but I think that also it's just become the new norm for me. And so it's not necessarily always the case. And and it's also become quite a, a comfort zone in a way, which I'll touch on a bit later, because I think that that's something that's very important to understand is how burnout can also keep us comfortable and help us to avoid things. Um, but yeah, I think that, that just as a start, that's something to reflect on is to notice if that is something that you've been saying to other people um, when they ask you how you're doing or when you have to reflect on how you're doing. I think um, that also a lot of people find themselves in the space of burnout because we've really just created this culture of like you need to be a hustler, you need to be doing the best that you can, you, you'll be successful only if you um, eat, sleep, drink, whatever, everything is just work um, and that that's what is, what's the right thing to do. That is the, the thing that we admire about other people. That's what we all strive for. Um, and, and although a lot of those principles are really good for us to follow, um, it's something that always must be there in moderation. When it's not, it's really something that encourages us to be pushing ourselves beyond what our capacity is. And and once you are in a space where you feel like, I actually would have wanted to say no, or I actually would have wanted to just rest, um, I actually would not have wanted to be doing this right now, that should really be red lights or red flags that, that you notice in terms of, this is a cue for me to have to reevaluate what I'm doing and to really think this through um, and, and look at how I'm approaching things and life um, because that's probably not sustainable. We also often think about burnout in terms of work um, and that it's only in, in the work environment. And I think that a lot of people do experience that at work because there's so much expectations. But we can also experience burnout in our personal capacity as a parent, as a partner, as a friend, um, where there's just this expectation that I need to always be available or that I always need to be um, available 100%, not just available. Um, and I need to always say yes. I need to always be accommodating um, other people's needs. Um, I think all of that can lead to some form of mental, physical and emotional exhaustion. And so even if you are not experiencing this at work, you might be experiencing this in other areas of your life. Um, there's this quote from Brene Brown that I, I just keep thinking of when I think about burnout and and that's where she says it's really hard for us to take a break or to look after ourselves in a society where um, burning yourself out is admirable and that really got me thinking in terms of what I use to value myself and what I think makes me a valuable professional and person as a whole and I think that that's that's something that I want to just unpack a bit today um is everything that we do is centered around 
We want to feel like we are good enough, but we need to ask ourselves, what is it that makes us feel good enough? What is it that we are using to measure that or that we really feel that other people value in us? Um, Maybe you you feel like you have value when you are always available for other people's needs. Maybe you feel like you are valuable when you are um, achieving really well and when you are the best in your class, when you're the best um, in your profession or in your industry, when you are doing better than your colleagues, when you're doing more. Um, It's not just always about doing better, but sometimes it's about doing more. So a lot of people find a lot of value in being that overachiever, overachieving even in parenthood and and being a mom, for example, Um, being that partner that just never misses anything and that's always available to your husband or wife um, or spouse. And, and, And so it can be in so many different areas. But how we value ourselves and what we think other people value in us is really what would motivate um, how much we feel we need to put in. Um, I went through a period where a few years ago where I literally worked from seven o'clock in the morning until eight o'clock at night. And I felt really proud. Um, I felt really proud to be saying um, to other people that whenever they ask me, well, I'm so busy, I'm so tired, but I'm working so hard. Um, And I felt like like that made me a really good therapist and that that made me a good human being just in general and that other people would admire that. But actually, um, it's actually quite sad. And and yes, there's there's a lot of benefit to that. So it's not just sad. It's not just um, good or bad. It's both. Um, so while that made me achieve quite a lot and um, grow and be successful in a business, that also led, <clears throat> sorry, that also led to me um, realizing that that's the only thing that I'm valuing about myself, and that I felt that that made me a good enough therapist. That made me. Um, good enough just as human being because I'm not a lazy person and I have this narrative in my family where everyone sees me as the lazy person and so maybe that plays a role of me having to work really hard to prove that I'm not that lazy person maybe just in a in a different way um and I'm I'm sharing that because I'm hoping that people can take some time to just reflect on what their narratives are and what you are told um in your life is the things that would make you feel valuable and that would give you value in your um, profession or in whatever role you are finding yourselves. So the whole idea of what makes us good enough and how we measure that is really something that plays such a big role in ultimately you getting to a point where you burn yourself out. Um, The other thing that I think would also often lead to burnout is just referencing back to um, one of the previous episodes that I had with Tatu Makwena, um, one of our clinical psychologists here at, Ro- uh, at, at Psych Central in Ravonia, where she spoke about imposter syndrome. And I think if you are experiencing imposter syndrome, you are much more likely to um experience burnout and that's because you you would be pushing yourself so much harder and feeling like you have to do so much more to prove that you are again worthy and good enough for the role that you are in Um, and that might be due to various reasons 
The other thing that I think also often leads to people um, finding themselves in a state of burnout is being people pleasers. Um, the Nagoski sisters references back to um, what they call human giver syndrome. And this, this is not necessarily just about being a pleaser, but this is where people who are human givers would focus so much on the experience of other people around them who are just being human beings. And they would believe that it's their moral duty to have to um, accommodate to the needs of other people, always make them feel comfortable, um, make things nice and digestible and just li making life pretty for other people in, in essence. And, and how that really also promotes people not looking after themselves and um, not setting boundaries and not just acknowledging their own needs. And so if that is the, the state that you are functioning in, you are likely to push yourself so much more than what your capacity would actually allow because it feels like it's your job and it's your duty. And that would often lead to burnout. I think also at the same time, though, um, part of what maintains this is it, it maybe gives you a bit more of a sense of control if you are a pleaser. Um, if you are someone who focuses so much on meeting the needs of other people, then that actually helps you to avoid situations where you have to feel like I've disappointed someone or um, I'm not feeling good enough or maybe experiencing some rejection. And so it would actually motivate you to just continue to do this. And so that brings me to the other part that I, I want to highlight. And that was really a light bulb moment for me when I actually realized this is constantly functioning in this overdrive and keeping yourself busy to the extent where you are burning out is often also a function of you actually avoiding things. Um, and what I mean by that is that if you are constantly working and you are constantly busy and you never have, have time for anything else, you can actually avoid difficult feelings in a way. It might be that that helps you to not have to deal with the fact that you're actually feeling depressed or that you are sitting with anxiety because you are occupied and you're filling your, your time and your mind <clears throat> and your thoughts with other things. Um, and so you don't have to deal with the fact that your friend disappointed you or that your partner is maybe not showing up for you in the way that you would want them to. You don't have to deal with... Um, your own failures maybe because you are overcompensating so much in other ways. And so burnout and avoidance actually goes hand in hand. And burnout can sometimes be a comfortable space for people to find themselves in, not because it's actually comfortable to be in that position, um, but because... Not because it's actually comfortable to be in that position, but because the discomfort of the contrary is just so much and it can cause so much distress that it's like choosing the, the lesser of two evils. And so I think that that a big part of stopping to um, avoid will also lead to people not burning out as much. Um, and I think that a lot of people try and deal with their burnout by taking leave or taking a short break and then expecting that things are going to change but then it doesn't and it doesn't change because it's not just about needing more time it's about needing to change 
the way that you value yourself, needing to change your mindset in terms of what you think other people um, expect from you and what you what you should be giving them. It it actually requires you to sit with uncomfortable feelings and to be honest with yourself in a lot of ways that people might want to avoid. Um, it might require you going to therapy to help you to stop the cycle of burnout. And and that's hard, but that's what it what it might require for you to get to a space where it's much more sustainable and it's not just um, working the whole year, I'm taking a break on December and then I'm just back in Jan, but actually by even March, I'm already feeling burnt out again. Um, if we look at the other side of the coin... Um, as I said, burnout has often been deemed admirable. And again, if you are then saying, I'm choosing to step back, that might mean that you actually say, um, I'm, I'm okay with not being admired by other people. I'm okay with not getting that validation. I'm okay with seeming like um, I'm not that that hard of a worker or I'm not necessarily knowing everything and I'm not the achiever. Um, and that might be a loss. It might be a loss for you in, in a lot of ways if you have to give that up. And you might have to find other sources of gaining that validation um, internally and externally and getting that satisfaction as well. Um, I think that a lot of people find that satisfaction in I've exhausted myself, but at least this was worth it because of the outcome or because of the experience of other people. And I think that our experience in it should count as much as we also make other people's experience count. I think that a lot of times people focus so much on the experience of everyone else, be it their boss, be it their friends, their family, that that would maintain um, a state of burnout because you're not necessarily stopping and asking yourself, but what is my needs? What is my experience? And what do I want from this? Or what am I actually getting from this? Sometimes we also convince ourselves that the rewards are so much bigger than it really is. And, and that's sad because ultimately it should be about what you are also gaining from experiences and how you can grow and how you, um, how you can fill your cup as an individual from it. Um, and so I want to leave everyone with that, that thought. I want to also leave you with a thought of maybe asking yourself, who am I if I'm not the overachiever? And who am I if I'm not the person that's burnt out? Because your identity might be so grounded in um, the state of burnout that it's hard to know who you would be if you are not doing that. And you, you might feel a bit lost if you're not doing that. And so that might lead to you just starting the cycle all over again um, and repeating the cycle. And so ask yourself, who am I and who do I want to be? Um, and maybe sit with that answer for a while because it might take you some time to really be honest with yourself and to really digest that. But that's really something that I've even had to do and that I think I'm busy doing and that I'm busy or continuing to work through is who am I if I'm not the person that always says yes, if I'm not the person that's always available and if I'm not the person that's burnt out.
If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to follow or subscribe on your desired platform. I will be so grateful if you're willing to take the time to rate this podcast so that you can continue to learn more about various topics related to your mental health and well-being.